Hey, Nick. How you doing, buddy? What's up, Josh? What's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. Just been uh, busy. My apologies early. I don't know what was going on with the uh, connection. Well, I just connected with my Wi-Fi. We're going to try it this way. But uh, can you hear me good? I hear you perfectly fine, man. All right. Well, you guys are listening to Swoop Radio. You can check out Swoop Radio on YouTube at Swoop Podcasts. You can follow Swoop Radio on Instagram at Swoop Podcast underscore. But let's get started. Hit that favorite button as well on the top right corner. I am with my longtime friend, Nick Adenoffy. What's going on? Long time. And Nick, how does it feel that the Eagles are Super Bowl champions? Honestly, Josh, I still can't get over the fact that we won. I mean, we had been considered underdogs from the start of the season. No one ever saw us doing anything in the postseason. And the simple fact that we beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl is like the greatest feeling in the world. Because it's like revenge from back in 2004 when he beat us in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I remember that 04 Super Bowl watching the uh, recaps of it, man. McNabb and McNabb's turnovers. He, he threw like three picks in the game. He was really struggling. And our, and our team as a whole had a lot of turnovers. Because honestly, that 04 Super Bowl, we were the better team, but we just made, we just kept shooting ourselves in the foot. But there oh, was I mean, just something and to, different. And to mention, feet. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Now you're cool. There's just something different about this team this year, like the, to, to, the togetherness that they had. That's why this team is just – this is probably the best Eagles team that we have ever had. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And not to mention in 04, T.O. actually had – I believe it was a broken foot, and he was playing through the Super Bowl. And I believe he had like a record amount of catches in the game too, playing on a broken foot. And that was the, one of the top wide receivers in the game and was still considered a close game. And just the – you know, see the team go out this year and finally get vengeance for all those guys back in 04 to win a Super Bowl and bring a championship to Philly. I just – I couldn't even imagine being on that team and having that accolade. I mean, it just must be the greatest feeling in the world. Uh, who is your favorite Eagles player uh, from currently? the championship squad? Yeah, currently, right now. Uh, I'd actually have to say Brandon Grant, and I say that because I've seen him – progressed since he'd been drafted uh, from his rookie re- rookie year and see how he progressed and learned the defense and I mean how he just always seemed to come up big when the team really needed him. He has an outstanding pass rush. I mean he was the one that forced Tom Brady to fumble the ball with two minutes left for us to win the game. I mean he's always just been my favorite player. I've always kept my eye on him and I've always enjoyed watching him play. Yeah that sounds good. I mean I mean my favorite player I would probably have to go with um, Nelson Aguilar and just the way how he had to overcome that mental block. We're seeing oh, he, a, we're he had an outstanding year. Yeah, and we're seeing a lot of, like, professional athletes open up to having, like, have to having to overcome that mental mental block. Like, Kevin Kevin Love from the Cavs, he recently, um, he recently wrote an article in the Players' Tribune about how he, go, how he suffers through panic attacks and how he's how he's how he gets stressed out from playing basketball, and always that fear of messing up and stuff. It's it's a lot of the game for any sport that you play is mental. Half the battle is mental. Oh yeah, it's very it's a very intense mental battle when it, on any sport. I mean, you're on such a large stage and such a you know like in the bright lights of the game and everything. It's got to be just so mentally straining on you just playing in them in those games, and especially when it gets down to the playoffs. I mean. My God, I couldn't even imagine. 
Yeah, and, and I was just – and that just adds to my point. Like, we saw Nelson Aguilar drop a lot of passes last year – or two years ago. It's already been a year. I can't even believe it already. But um, we see Nelson Aguilar, that Seattle game where he wasn't lined up on the line of scrimmage. He was just going through it mentally. And to see him come back this year stronger than ever, having, I believe, eight touchdowns or something like that. He had around eight, Some, eight somewhere around eight there, touchdown yeah. receptions and really taking those ne- next steps forward as a wide receiver. He also He's also talking to Chad Ochocinco as well from the Bengals. They're, gonna, uh, they're talking about doing an offseason training, them too. So he's going to get even better next year. So it turns out that and, – and he's in a draft class where right now, like I'm trying to remember who else was in that draft with Chip Kelly. He, he might solidify himself as a top two wide receiver in that draft class. Oh, easily. That, yeah. I can I completely agree. I mean, he um he actually you know the first years that he came out, I mean everyone thought he was a complete bust, and for him to come out this past year and show everyone like I'm not a complete bust, I'm one of the top draft picks, and you guys have me, and I'm proving it to you. And I mean, just outstanding. I mean, it really is to see him progress. Um, Nick, I know you didn't get a chance to go to the parade, but did you get a chance to watch Jason Kelsey's? Uh, speech, his um, his uh, Eagles, his Eagles, his famous Eagles speech. Parade My God, speech. man, I I don't think I could have laughed harder or felt everything that you said at the same time. I mean, yeah, like you know, there's points in his speech where you couldn't believe he was saying this and that, but like at the same time, you really listened to what he said. Like it was the truth. Like people doubted Carson Wentz could be a really good quarterback because he didn't go to this big Division One school, and like Eric Blunt was too old. Jay Ajayi had health issues, and our offensive line was trash, and our wide receivers were trash, and all this, that, and the third. But like everything that he said really hit home to this Eagles team. I mean, so many doubters thought that nothing was going to happen for this team, and that we were just going to end up how we did the past couple of years by sitting at home watching the playoffs. But, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed his speech. I thought he made some pretty, pretty good points, and hopefully he'll be up there next year <laughs> doing the same thing. Yeah, no, and that's that leads me to my next question. Do you think that this could be a start of an Eagles dynasty? Like, we're, we're – I mean, before, before I let you answer that question, I mean, we're going through – literally everything fell perfectly into place for the Eagles last year. But if you really think about it, this Eagles team is really solid. They have a good young core. And the Seattle Seahawks, they've had injuries with their Legion of Boom. Are they going to be back to 100%? You got Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, but the Packers really don't build anything. They haven't built anything around Aaron Rodgers. Their defense is suspect. And it's pretty much just Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, if he plays good, they win. If he doesn't, then they lose. So you have Aaron Rodgers coming back. And it looks like, I mean, you have the Atlanta Falcons, but they lost their offensive coordinator. He's now the coach for the 49ers and stuff like that. And you can see that his impact affected them this season. They were inconsistent. But you got the Saints, and with Drew Brees, he's at 40. So it, it looks like right now the Eagles' dynasty, it's it's up for us to, to – it's up for grabs for the Eagles to be that next dynasty. What do you think are the Eagles' chances of getting or becoming the next dynasty? Well, I'll tell you this. It all starts with Howie and the moves he's going to be making this offseason. Now, I know that we've, like, signed Alshon to, I believe, a four-year deal, and we were trying to re-sign Patrick Robinson, but that's still kind of in the works. But it all starts with Howie and how he's going to handle this offseason. 
I know LeGarrette Blunt still hasn't been resigned, and there's other players that were pretty core to the team this year that have to be resigned. But if they don't end up resigning, Howie's got to make some pretty good moves. But besides that, I think that it's still a very strong core team and that we'll definitely be making another playoff run this next coming year. Yeah, and uh, I know with the NFL draft, I haven't really looked into a lot of prospects uh, yet. But um, I know a couple prospects, and of course I'm going to bring up one of this one guy's name, Brian O'Neill, because we did play football against him. We were conquered. He was Sally's. Uh, Outstanding offensive lineman for Pitt. I mean, he had fantastic – I believe it was just three years at Pitt. And, man, I mean, he's – honestly, I would compare him to another Jason Peters because he's long, he's quick, and he can – diagnose plays very quickly on how to handle them and handle certain situations. So, I mean, if Eagles somehow managed to pick him up, like I'd be elated, but to be honest (laughs) with you, I'd rather see them pick up a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to, that was going to be my question. Like what direction do you think the Eagles should go with that 32nd pick? Because we see Jordan Hicks, he's had his injury problems. Uh, Bradham's a free agent and then Kendrick. So I know, I know Kendrick's had a great season last year, but um, but but let's let's be realistic here. Age in age comes year, into play too. I mean, yeah, like like coming into this year, we were talking about even trading him. So yeah, like, exactly. Like our I linebacking court, it's a little. I mean, it's solid. Bradham Bradham really stepped up and played great. But um, who do you like? Who like with the thirty second pick? So you were thinking linebacker. Do you have any other directions with that or um? A linebacker or an offensive lineman because Vitae is not going to hold up very well as a left tackle if Jason Peters isn't ready by the start of the season. I understand he did play well in the offseason, but he still has struggles on offense with understanding certain plays and where to go and who to block. Now, if I didn't have a choice of a linebacker, I would easily go offensive lineman. Yeah, and, 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 that, le- and, that, and that leads me to my next point because, I mean, one thing the Eagles did really well uh, this past all season was add depth to their off to their both linemen, like their lines, our defensive line. We had a seven man rotation pretty much. And then our offensive line, you saw when Peters went down, Vitae was able to step up. We had other guys to back up him as well. Like this, like Hallie Roseman had a really good off season uh, last year. And- oh, I give him full contributions to the Super Bowl win. Cause if he didn't make the moves he made, I don't know if we would have made it to the Super Bowl, to be honest with you. And how do you feel about Coach Peterson now that he won us a Super Bowl? I like I might be crazy. It might be I might just be the prisoner in a moment, but I, I, I put him right now since he won the Eagles their first ever Super Bowl, I'd put him at I'll put him ahead of Andy Reid as the oh, best absolutely. Eagles coach because he actually got us the Super Bowl, whereas the other coaches couldn't. He's the first Super Bowl winning coach in Eagles history. There's no way that you can put him underneath Andy Reid. I know that Andy Reid has had his moments. Now And, you know, he's had his plays that he's called and he's had his years. But Doug Peterson, the simple fact that I believe in, what, two years, two, three years that he was able to bring a national championship to Philadelphia, I put him way above any Eagles coach in history. Now, if the Eagles win next year, are you going to go to the parade? Oh, of course <laughs> I am, man. No way I'm missing that. No way. <laughs> but, um. Nick, you want to talk a little bit about basketball? Are you ready to uh, wrap up everything? Uh, I got to head out, man. I got to get back to work. All right, I feel on that one. Well, Nick Adenoffy, folks, he is my longtime 
friend, me and him hang out all the time. We talk about Eagles, Sixers, everything. We watch Sixers games together and stuff like that. But, Nick, thank you for coming out. Absolutely, man. Pleasure to be on. Shout out to Swoop Podcast. <laughs> thank you. So, shout out. But real quick, before you head out, hit that favorite button. And uh, have a good one, man. Good luck at work. I know it's snowing out, outside. So be yeah, safe be careful out, out on them roads, man. They're icy and slippery. All right, Nick. Have a good one. You too, man.